0: Champion Sean King on VSEN Prime Time.
4: Twenty minutes away from the return of Russell Wilson to Seattle. That is Sean King. I am Tim Murray. You're like not that jacked up for this game. You're like you're you're spent after a wild weekend.
5: Not at all. I don't have a strong opinion on it. So. I'm not my normal bloviating self because <laughs> I don't want to get off the energy to our viewers <laughs> and our listeners that you know I feel strongly one way or another. My opinion is that Denver showcases Russell Wilson and his new uniform and his new weaponry, and they put a nice little spanking on, on the Seahawks. But well. road favorites did not have a good day yesterday from a cover standpoint. So I'm going to leave the game alone.
4: Well, we got some graphics we're going to get to in just a moment. I want to read you a couple uh, betting splits. We are you know, less than 20 minutes away from the start of this game. Josh Applebaum going to join us. Uh, I got to imagine he will be riding with the Seahawks uh, because that's the way the steam has been going lately. It was up at seven, down to six, and that's where it's probably going to uh, be to close it off. Um, John Ewing from BetMGM just tweeted out about an hour ago. Um Broncos open four and a half, now sits six, so that was way back. 85% of the tickets, 88% of the handle on the Denver Broncos. Jay Cornegay from the Westgate Superbook just tweeted out, the most lopsided game of the week, Broncos country receiving 87% of the tickets. Now,
5: I follow a lot of people that are in this betting space with mm-hmm. us. The majority of them seem to be on Seahawks plus the points, so because I don't have a strong opinion, I just I won't get involved. I did put some uh, first time of the game, yeah. first touchdown of the game wagers. Was a little fun. I have four. I bet Melvin Gordon, Russell Wilson, Albert O, the tight end from Denver, and DK Metcalf was my one lone Seahawks representative. So we'll see.
4: I went Albert O. Uh, a little fun with that one. Uh, the tight end there for the Broncos. What's the pre-flop total?
5: Uh, 44. 44. Minus 6 and 44.
4: Yeah, it looks like it's where we're going to close. 44 yeah. with a... with
5: a, So hopefully one of these guys is scores the first touchdown, and I can parlay those winnings into something else in-game that I might <laughs> like based on what I see.
4: <laughs> um. Yeah, I've rolled with Albert O., uh, I, you know, I, I threw a little bit. We're looking at the first touchdown props for those joining us here on uh, on VSEN as we get close to kickoff. Uh, 14 to one at BetMGM. Uh, I rolled with you, DK Metcalf, and then you know what?
5: I hope it's Albert. O. Geno Smith
4: through whatever. 35 to one uh, here at Circa on uh, on Geno Smith. Unlikely, but maybe takes a little scramble, quarterback sneak. You never know. So uh, those are my. As, uh, as our good friend Patrick Everson from Vegas Insider would say, you know, Chili's bet. Just, uh, just a couple bucks keep things interesting because I just don't have a strong feel one way or the other. My lean would be first half under 21. I wonder if this thing gets off to a bit of a, a feeling out, slow start. Uh, do the Seahawks try to take the air out of the ball, keep the ball away from Russell Wilson? Uh, so we will, uh, we will see. You know, sticking with the NFC West real quickly, the Chiefs, Looked the part yesterday. They look really impressive now. Was it Chiefs look great. The Cardinals look bad. Somewhere in the middle. Um, Patrick Mahomes was absolutely tremendous. The Chargers take care of the Raiders. Raiders had a two-point conversion late to try to get the cover. Uh, they do not get it. So the Chargers win 24-19. So as we're about to watch the Broncos, a team that a lot of people believe can win this division, I think you think they'll win this division if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh- no, no, you said Chargers. Yeah, I you think said I said, Char- tra- you said Chargers, yeah, um Justin Herbert. How, from the three teams that you saw yesterday, what were your takeaways about the NFC West? It's
5: really good. AFC West, excuse yeah, it's me. It's really good. I mean, even in defeat, like, I actually had the Chargers minus three and a half yesterday because I just was fading teams that didn't really participate in the preseason, um, especially if they were on the road. So I cashed my ticket, but, I mean, the Raiders showed some good signs. Uh, Derek Carr had some untimely interceptions that were, were pretty impactful for that game, but the offensive line overall, you know, did a pretty good job against a front that it, it included Khalil Mack and and, and and Bosa. I thought the secondary really competed. You know, I know the Chargers lost Keenan Allen early, but they held Mike Williams to like two catches. And you know, I saw some really good things um from that Raiders team that that give me you know, optimism for them moving forward. But, you know, the Chargers didn't play a clean game and still won. So, you know, they have improvement, you know, that they're going to make as well. Then I mean, Patrick Mahomes is he, Whatever his MVP odds are right now, you probably should go ahead and grab it from a future standpoint. Well,
4: and I said it. I didn't bet it. I should have. For two
5: reasons. Let me finish yeah, the point. Ahead. He's motivated, and Andy Reid is motivated for him. Like, I've seen Nathaniel Hackett do this for Aaron Rodgers. Every time they're inside the 10, they're throwing the ball. Like They're not handing the ball off. You know They're throwing the ball. That's, that's when you want to get your quarterback's numbers up. And, and I think Andy and Patrick got a chip on their shoulder because people thought the, the offense was Tyreek Hill-centric.
4: You know, when you look at the Chiefs, and I mentioned this, and I'm mad at myself for not betting it uh, for Mahomes. I couldn't find a 10-to-1, and now those obviously won't exist. But I, I felt like there would be that motivating factor. There were a bunch of morons on national television saying, oh, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to be a drop-off. Tyreek hill is gone. I mean, you gotta remember just how special he is. Tyreek Hill's special. Yeah. But Patrick Mahomes is a generational talent. By the way, Bet MGM right now, plus 550. So not certainly something I would I would love.
5: If he stays healthy, that's the best plus 550 you're ever gonna get. Because I do think there's that
4: motivating yeah. factor. I mean, people. Not, and, and I don't want to put him all in the same, you know, bucket here, but there were dopes saying that he wasn't a top five quarterback in the league. I mean, it's yeah. just
5: ridiculous. You shouldn't listen to those people anymore.
4: I don't listen to those people. No. That's why you listen to us, and I say that Patrick Mahomes was – I said it all off season. He'd be motivated. Now, I don't know. Their defense still has plenty of questions, and, you know.
5: This looked like Andy and Patrick wanted to make sure that they had a more impressive game than Josh Allen did on Thursday night. AFC, that's what it looked like to
4: me. AFC is going to be a, a monster, man. Going to be an absolute. And
5: monster. I, w- I didn't bet Mahomes pre-flop simply because I'm not a big fan of Juju Smith-Schuster, who I think had two fumbles yesterday. You know, I, I love Valdez Scantlin, of course, as one of my former players, but I think he's kind of a one-trick receiver as far as like what he's really, really great at. You know, I wasn't sure how quick Sky Moore. You know they don't really have a lead back. Although it looked like Clyde edwards hilaire got the majority of the usage Well, yesterday. Isaiah Pacheco had that some was late late, late yeah, rushes there. Late the
4: Twelve carries for sixty-two yards late in the game. Yeah,
5: when it mattered, when Mahomes and those guys were in, it was edwards hilaire getting the majority of the opportunities. So uh, Kelsey was Kelsey. I think what do he have eight nine catches. Eight
4: catches for one hundred twenty-one yards.
5: I mean, so touchdown. Our I, I mistake. I know we should I'm have at, we should have double digit futures I really, tickets. On I whole. really
4: wanted to get them at ten to one. I think it was eight or nine, and that was a that was a miss by me. So I'm I'm annoyed by that, but I wasn't surprised to see them light up the Cardinals. And I think the Cardinals, I mean the NFC West, we get the Seattle Seahawks about to kick off, Sean. So the Cardinals get smoked. Uh, the 49ers, as around a touchdown favorite, albeit in the rain and outgain them, but still that's a loss. They lose to the Bears. Uh, giving up 19 in the second half. And the Rams, an opening night, lose by 21, granted to the arguably the best team in the NFL. So the NFC West, you know, with the Seattle Seahawks still to come here tonight as a six-point home underdog, completely wide open, Sean.
5: Yeah, I still think it's the Rams' division to lose uh, unless Matthew Stafford's injured and that thing is more significant than we think. I just think he was rusty this past Thursday. I think you'll see a, a, a huge bounce-back performance. I think the Falcons... I'm coming to LA. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams look a lot closer to last year's Super Bowl champion Rams than they did in their opener.
4: Yeah, the Rams uh, are 10.5 point favorites, and the San Francisco 49ers, who host Seattle Seahawks, who we'll see here in just a moment, are 8.5 point favorites. So both are significant favorites. Both are at home, uh, but the Rams, of course, did lose at home against the Buffalo Bills. So, the teams have taken the field. So, uh, once again, we'll talk to Josh Applebaum, get the last look at the market, how it's been moving uh, on the other side of this break, Sean. But final thoughts as we take a look at Russell Wilson, just being Russell Wilson, closing his eyes, meditating, doing his all. You know, he's real extra.
5: (laughs) He's real extra. Like, I just, come on, Russ, man. Let's ride. Yeah, like. Let's ride. I mean, he's real extra. He's standing in the middle on the – just happens to be on the logo. You know, he's got his beats on, arms stretch. He doesn't do – Probably any. listening to gospel, which is fine, but I mean – why He's you gotta, not listening to his wife? Why do you got to go to the logo to do it? He, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, You could have did it on the sideline. Ever,
4: everything sh- Russell Wilson, I'm convinced of, everything Russell Wilson does is
5: calculated. Oh, Every yeah. single oh, thing. Yeah, I definitely think – That guy has the most he calculated – team. Humor. Oh, my and gosh. And they get in a room and, and, okay, what's going to make – my image looked the right way and I'm not mad at him for that. You know, he wants to be a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. I think he has aspirations of ownership and different things like that. So, I get it.
4: All right, Sean, you've said you're not betting it, but mm-hmm. for entertainment purposes only, prediction on the score.
5: Uh I think it's tight for a while, but I just think Denver's got too much. That defense is legit. That pass rush you know, they got uh, Patrick certain you know, in that secondary. Like, Denver's a really good team. Remember, they had Kansas City beat twice last year, and the quarterbacks, you know, blew both contests. So, they got an upgraded quarterback, get to show off their new toys. I'm going to say Denver 31, uh, Seattle 14.
4: All right. So, Sean, his show pick only, not a bet. 31-14, I will say Denver 21, Seahawks 16-under. And the Seahawks just come in to wrap up what was probably a quite wonderful it's Pretty weekend. beautiful
5: weather. weather 21.
4: <laughs> That's Sean. I'm Tim. We're talking to Josh Applebaum next right here on Prime Primetime.
6: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit Lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart.
7: This is v Primetime with Tim
0: Murray and Sean King on v the sports betting network.
4: Fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM. For terms and conditions, must be 21 or older. Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem at 1-800-522-4700. Monday Night Football about to kick off. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Looks like the highlighter yellow uniforms of the Seattle Seahawks will receive and start things off. And uh, the opening kickoff has been received. And a quality return out to the
5: thirties. Those are Four. some loud uniforms. Woo!
4: Yeah, they are. Here comes Geno Smith. Uh, to give us the latest on the betting market. Uh, make sure to check out his Josh
5: Applebaum, maybe. I think Geno Smith is busy right now.
4: <laughs> Did I said Geno Smith. No. Yeah, oh. <laughs> well I said Geno Smith's coming out. You know. Ooh. Josh is Josh is busy, <laughs> but uh Not as uh, not as busy as the starting quarterback for the Seahawks. Josh Bappelbaum joins us now at Josh underscore insights. Check out the morning, uh, the podcast daily morning bets. Um, Josh, I got to imagine you're riding with the ugly dog here. That's that's your style. That's a style I uh, enjoy, too. So uh, what did the market tell you as the game is uh, just uh, got underway?
7: Yeah, Tim and Sean, it's great to be with you. And I'm going with the plus seven here, guys. And really what jumped out to me is if you're a contrarian-based better, you like to bet against the public, these are the games to live for. Because if you look at the betting percentages here, guys, whether it's DraftKings, whether it's BetMGM, look at any big book that takes a lot of action. You know, 14% of bets on Seattle, 10% of bets, 8% of bets. Whatever book you look at, the story is the same. You have almost 90% of bets taking Russell Wilson in this spot. And early on, the line movement did go toward uh, the Denver Broncos here. If you look back early in the summer, this game opened around Broncos minus four. It got all the way up to Broncos minus seven. What I always look for, guys, is there a point where wise guys say, hey, this has gotten too out of hand. The value is now looking to go the other way and buy low on the dog. And that's what we—that's what happened. We saw this line get up to the key number of plus seven. Once it got there, you had a lot of buyback here on Seattle, plus seven down to six and a half. Some books even... Got down to around six. So that late line movement back towards Seattle was very meaningful to me. If you jumped on the plus seven earlier, you're feeling good about that. This one, we'll see what happens. But we have seen these primetime dogs, guys. They've been great. Even though they're 0-2 to start this year, they're still around 59% the last few years. And also, by the way, we did see some under money coming in. It opened as low as 41. Got all the way up to around 44 but pay attention to that late movement before tip off. We actually saw a lot of under money come in, drop this down to 43. And you have seen primetime unders 2 0 so far this year and around 58% the last two years.
5: Well, Josh Gino you know, Smith with a big time third down conversion under duress, stood in the pocket, composed, hit lock it. That's what this comes down to. You know, does you know, this Seattle offensive staff really trust this offense with Geno Smith by the controls because they have vertical threats and DK Metcalf and Lockett, are they willing to push the ball down the, feet and be up down the field and be aggressive?
7: I think that's the question, Sean. So, you know, I'll take you guys to uh, my days on the Lombardi line where Michael Lombardi used to say, Josh, all you care about is Coke machines. You don't care who the quarterback is. You don't care who the star wide receiver is. I look at the way the line is moving. So to me, am I a big fan of Geno Smith? At not really, you know, he didn't really impress me much throughout his career, didn't impress me much in the preseason, but I put a lot of faith into the market. The fact that that got to seven down to six and a half or six told me that despite our questions about Geno Smith, the value really was taking this gross hazmat dog at home, ideally at the plus seven.
4: Well, once again check out Josh his uh, new podcast uh, Vison daily morning bets uh, yeah, wherever you get your, on that, Josh. wherever you get your podcast follow you. Josh on Twitter at Josh underscore insights uh with the game underway uh, you know I know, you know it's it's late you get it in game but I, I'm just curious in the props market were there any big movers that you saw in this game uh you know heading into uh, heading into tonight
7: so what jumped out to me is just the love for Russell Wilson, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. He's going back to Seattle. You know, he won the the Super Bowl. Probably should have won more than one. Although my Patriots had something to say about that back <laughs> in the day. Uh, but to me, I look toward uh, props when there's just similar thing to the betting market. They become so overvalued, so popular. So the Russell Wilson over completions, over touchdowns, over yards, they all got hammered by the betting public. So uh, to me, in these situations where The public wants to get down on the standalone game. They want to take the favorite. They want to take the over. They want to take the star quarterback to the over. I look towards some of these, you know, hold your nose and look toward Russell Wilson unders. Again, there's probably some nerves here. It is is very loud. This isn't the Legion of Boom anymore. When I see such lopsided betting in favor of a a certain player, I like to go the other way. And remember, the odds makers set all these Wilson numbers knowing that the public would love to take all these overs. So I think for contrarians, again, you're looking at the Seahawks, you're looking at the under, and probably a lot of unders with these Wilson props.
4: You know, I'm very angry right now. Yeah, that's just the wrong so, tight end. So I, I just want to point something out right now. <laughs> Britton, our producer, said Will Disley always does something in these big games. I stared at Will Disley 54 to one here at Circuit.
1: Oh man. And I Why didn't did you say something? I didn't
4: pull the trigger. And he just scored the game's first touchdown.
5: Oh, man.
4: Wow. Oh, man. I didn't.
5: When did you and Britton have that conversation? Just, I must have been in the back. Well, Britton just walked through, you know, before the start of the show. Oh, my goodness, man. I am
4: so angry. I never hit first touchdown props. I stared at it. I was like, ah, why don't I take a flyer? Uh, anyway, instead, I instead gave Geno Smith yeah. a
5: flyer. <laughs> anyway, Josh, <laughs> uh, move, all, move over to the Denver side of the ball. Uh, from a prop standpoint, is this a true timeshare? with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams? Or do you think in year two, Javante will come the unquestioned uh, lead back?
7: So, Sean, I think Javante is the guy that Denver wants to take over the reins here. And you actually, you know, think if you're a sports better, you got to stay plugged into, you know, Twitter and follow local beat reporters. And what I've uh, noticed over the summer is there's actually a quote from Mel- uh, Melvin Gordon saying, you know, basically something to the effect of they really want Javante to be the guy. So this is a second round pick, obviously lightning quick here. We all know, Sean, and you know this, you know, uh, running backs, the more you play, uh, the more wear and tear on, on your tires there. So I think just from the youth standpoint of Javante Williams, that's the, the really the, the position that the Denver Broncos want to go. And again, we did see with Marshawn Lynch that, you know, kind of complement back in the day with the Seahawks toward Wilson. I think Wilson is banking on, you know, Javante Smith to make uh, Javante Williams to take that leap. So. To me, he's the guy that I would target. Again, Gordon's your veteran. I, I like the tandem there, but to me, Williams is the guy that I look for a lot of, toward a lot of overs. With. At
4: Josh underscore Insights, Josh, looking ahead to Week Two, uh, Thursday night football, Kansas City three and a half, uh, and then you know full slate on Sunday. What are some of the early moves that you've seen uh, in the market from the uh, from the openers?
7: Yeah, so right off the bat, Kansas City, some books did open minus three. Chiefs are up to minus three and a half. But again, that's a primetime dog. It's a divisional game. I love to take the points in these divisional matchups. You see the cover rate tick up around three or four percent. So the Chargers plus three and a half. Do you see that fall back down to three? I'd be looking at the Chargers and the hook in that game. The ones that really intrigued me, though, guys, and you guys know this if you're on Twitter, it's overreaction week. So Mm -hmm. if you played well in week one, everyone's going to want to bet on you. If you didn't play well, people are going to want to bet against you. So keep that in mind. I would actually want to get down on the teams that didn't play well against the teams that did. But one where both teams played well, but I did notice a really sharp line move, the Miami Dolphins. They rolled over my Patriots. It was pretty ugly from a Pat's perspective. Uh, And you also look at the Baltimore Ravens. They had no trouble there dismissing the Jets. What I noticed about this game, guys, it actually opened Baltimore around a four point favorite at home. And this line is now down to three and a half. And if you look at the juice on the uh, Dolphins plus three and a half, it's juiced up like minus 115. So uh, I think it's, it's difficult when you're betting NFL. Should I bet it early in the week? Should I wait Will the line go in my favor or against me? But I got down on Miami plus three and a half today because it looks like this thing may be getting down to three. So if you want that hook, a three-point loss, you can cover with the hook. I'd look toward that angle there with the Dolphins. Then also, guys, another one that caught my eye, the New York Giants. Dayball uh, was really bold and going for two and getting a big win there. And the Giants open as a very short, round a one-point favorite at home against Carolina. They're now all the way up to minus two and a half. So I money line the Giants early. I think if this gets up to three, you're probably going to get some buyback there on Carolina plus three. Then the last one that really jumped out to me, guys, if you look toward a week from tonight, Monday Night Football, number one, we got two Monday Night Football games, which is great, but that late one, Minnesota at Philly, uh, I would be looking toward Minnesota here. You're not getting the best of it anymore, but a lot of money came pouring in there on the Vikings. Remember, when they were playing uh, yesterday against Green Bay, that was one of the sharpest line moves of of the entire week. They opened getting two and a half. They closed minus two. Now some injuries to the Packers moved that line, but the Vikings rolled and and really rewarded players or betters who backed them. Similar thing here, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles open around a three-point favorite at home. This line is now down to plus one and a half. So a lot of movement in favor of Minnesota. If you're missing that number and you're worried about eh, getting a bad one and a half right now, guys, maybe a teaser opportunity. Minnesota one and a half up to seven and a half. Go through three, go through seven. To me, that's around a field goal game. You miss the number, maybe you go teaser with the Vikings now.
4: He's Josh Applebaum. Make sure to check out the podcast every morning at VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Follow him on Twitter at Josh underscore insights. And obviously check out all his written work on VEASAN.com. Josh, always a pleasure, man. We'll talk to you each and every Monday.
7: You guys are the best. And Sean, the Steelers, baby, they didn't win, but they covered. They won and covered. Oh, true, true. (laughs) That's right. They won our bet.
4: (laughs) There he is, Josh Applebaum. How about Will Disley? I disgusted with I'm myself. so
7: disgusted
5: you and Britton keeping secrets. So mad. Well, if you got here to work, you
4: know, before when five so minutes started before was the right show. Here. Thank you. That's when we chatted. Bronco needs some work here. It's VC prime time.
0: VSIN, the Sports
4: Betting Network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, 24 7 video, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Hey, how are you? It is. VEASAN in primetime. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. 7-0. The Seattle Seahawks. First touchdown goes to Will Disley.
5: I don't think a wide receiver from Denver has a catch yet. That's the first one. No, that's, that's Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Gordon. And yeah. it looks like a field goal attempt to really targeted got- the tight end, Beck, who is the backup. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which was just
4: not our guy, Albert O. Yeah. Which mean, didn't matter, anyways, because Russell not making any fantasy
5: f- friends in this first drive.
4: Andrew Beck is Two catches, fifty-two East yards, Texas, huh? and Melvin Gordon just a reception there. Andrew Beck, yes, a Texas guy. Hmm. I remember him. So field goal opportunity here. So Sean, let's give a little pro tip after this field goal. What should people look for in-game in game and an opportunity on the road? Do you wait before Seattle's perform uh, up or the kick is up and good? So seven to three, six fifty-six to go. Both teams have scored. Is this an in-game? Underlook after both teams scored in the first possession. What's your feel of this game right now?
5: Uh I don't have a strong feel yet. And I'm watching and it's rare because Geno Smith made two plays on the Seattle drive that were exceptional. Mm-hmm. You know, avoiding the sack and, and finding completions, one on third down and the other one for the touchdown to is it Disley?
4: Will Disley, yeah.
5: The tight end from Seattle and Russell, I don't know, nerves, but Beck had to make a great one-handed catch on the ball. He was wide open. Uh, he threw one in the traffic to Javante Williams. It probably should have been intercepted. So, I mean, if you like Denver, now's the time because I would presume if I pull up the in game line that it is, yeah, it's Broncos minus three, minus 105. So, I mean that's a better number than what you had pre-flop laying the six. You're getting a full field goal yeah. if you like them now. So oh. forty-eight, I don't have a good feel for. I don't have that's what that's what the end game total is. is forty-eight. So yeah,
4: I mean, always look around. Bet MGM three and a half. So if you like, what do uh, you think? I think it's an opportunity uh, to grab the Broncos, the pregame favorite at a and lower. Try and price. get a
5: middle if you had Seahawks.
4: Yeah, I mean, it, if you had the seven, possibly, but. You know, uh, as we always look, bet MGM three and a half, here is three. I always think that, you know, depending on how you see the game flow going, maybe there was some nerves there from Denver. Do you think Geno Smith can keep up that type of production? I mean, he
5: looks confident. So he far. did.
4: You know, that's kind of. I would say, look at this at the touchdown, though. Pressure came, he eluded it, but is that pressure going to be sustained? I saw Charles Cross getting. Well,
5: Rashad Penny got obliterated.
4: And Rashad and Charles Cross, the rookie on the left side, is he's
5: looked pretty good against Randy. Held up long enough, but is going to first drive. I'm going to just stick with my pre-kickoff energy, which was I'm not getting heavily invested in tonight's contest. I just want to see some good football. Unfortunately, Seattle has the brightest outfit option that they possess on as a uniform tonight, so I have to well. What I would shade my eyes as I watch this game.
4: What I would say real quickly though, just to kind of sum it up, is and I think a lot of people know this, but if you didn't get in a game in game, you know, pregame, sometimes those early touchdowns from the underdog are an opportunity to get in on a buy low opportunity. So there you go. There's your pro tip. For the hour, we do one every hour here on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by show and by sports. 7 to 3, 6.55 to go. It's funny. Uh, I wanted to play under first half 21. Actually went to 20 and a half here at Circa before kick. I'm like, yeah, you know what, I'm going pass. Yeah, that might be in jeopardy. Yeah, so sometimes those leans... Uh, end up working out when you don't make the bet. The Will Disley one, I'm still disgusted that I didn't even give a uh, a pizza bet on. But such is life.
5: We live. Yeah, I'm still kind of upset with you and and, and Britain over that one. Well, I didn't bet. I didn't bet it. If there's something that's fifty four to one, just write a little note down and bring had, it back up. You, I didn't hear him say it. I mean, I you listened, could have saw it on your I listened, phone. I don't even know who Disley was. If you'd have asked me who that was, I'd ask, was he an uh, old lineman? I mean, Britain has history with this guy. I didn't it know was, who was Disley was. I was looking for long shots. We talked to Stormy about it. Do you ever take we accountability about, for not anything? For, not in this particular situation. Anything. Absolutely not.
4: You could have said, wow, I'm looking at, you were looking at the same app I was. You could
5: have said, well, who's, why is he 54 to 1? Who's this guy? I, I don't know who Disley is. Then you could have asked. I don't even think Circa offered him. I think he, he was did. other.
4: You no, know, he was there. That's why I know the odds. No, I'm just telling you. What was that pass, Geno Smith? <laughs> he's got passing her
6: feet. Man, he's though. gonna get
5: bailed out. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure what Geno's thought process was right then. Uh, don't jump. I mean, pass he threw it like the, the dude was field. wide open.
4: Um, by the way, just from what we're watching right now, so seven three. Uh, will early, you
5: apologize for what? For costing us fifty four hundred? No, because I didn't bet it. You cost me fifty four hundred. If you are Britain would have just mentioned one of us Will it. Disley's name. I was looking for a fifth option. You re- I mean, what I have to deal
4: with every no, I'm week. Serious. He comes in peacocking about how he's the bright, smartest guy ever with Kansas. Doesn't give me any credit for anything. It's all right. Man. I didn't. I didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, it's, I'm it's just fine. saying. Uh, right
5: now, I, to be honest, I'm, I think Seattle money line is the play. Seattle looks good. Well, oh, that uh-huh.
4: means that means. The sweat is on, Sean, for 569 folks in Seattle. Oh, I'm not
5: invested. I want Seattle outright. I hate that it knocks out Stormy, but, I mean, she didn't ask my opinion for a Survivor pick, so.
4: How did you, uh, what were your, so by the way. So
5: my two real picks were, I had two on the Eagles and one on the Ravens. So you only went three. Yeah, I only did three, so okay. I didn't do six. Um you did two, Eagles for two? And Ravens for one. Okay. So I, I got through with all three, although the Eagles, the Eagles did make it. It made it a little
4: sweaty at the end.
5: Uh, on the show, I think I was the only contestant to get all six selections through. I think I took two commanders.
4: Uh, Derek technically has all six left. Right, alive he took he, Dolphins, re-bought, yes. he bought back in.
5: What'd I take? Two commanders, one Saints, one Eagles?
4: Uh, Well, I want to get back to Survivor here because right. it was absolute carnage. It Seven was. to three, right, by the way. Whew. um. The pool closed at 6,133, and it is down to 3,968.
5: With 500 and something pending.
4: 875, Sean, went with the Colts, which that's I think just, we said that's a divisional game. Be wary.
5: I told you. They ha- tie. Having no slow receivers is going to be a problem. It's tough to put eight to ten play drives together when you don't have explosive plays.
4: Titans, I knew, I've been saying that all summer, don't play the Titans week one. They lose. 708 folks out with the Titans. 49ers, I thought about playing the 49ers. I was lucky not to play it. By the way, Seattle uh, inside the 20. Rashad Penny, a nice run. So the 49ers knocked out 703. The Bengals knocked out 460 I'm surprised. 82 people were on the Panthers? That surprises me. And then you got a couple handful. I'm sure these other folks were just.
5: 82 people on the Panthers and that one person had a Steelers. Or the Bucks.
4: It surprises me that nobody was on the Bucks.
5: No love for Brady, but you're going to back. You bet the Baker Cowboys.
4: Mayfield.
5: Yeah, I did. <laughs> but it was more because it fit <laughs> It fit into my fade after the Thursday night game. I faded every team who the majority of their offensive personnel didn't play in the preseason. I
4: don't think the Vikings really played anybody in the preseason. So it wasn't
5: like a, a anti. Well, uh, Rodgers didn't play at all. So I I don't yeah. I don't
4: think Cousins played at all. I could be wrong. Um, by the way, twenty seven people didn't fit in the pick.
5: I can see how it happened. Not understanding Saturday's rules. Good lord! You know, uh, missing that four o'clock deadline. I can vary because college football is pretty entertaining on Saturday, so I can see how you can lose track of time, but shame on you. I'm glad they did. I wish 2,700 more would have did the same thing. That would have been even better.
4: Well, I'd say 569 folks right now are sweating. Um,
5: I think Seattle money lines to play right here.
4: We'll see how this drive uh, ends up, Rashad. Denver
5: can't tackle. They aren't covering anybody.
4: Man. Man. Boys wearing highlighters tonight are looking, uh, looking pretty sharp right now. It's a loud color. That is it's giving me a slight hit. But
5: if it works, it works. So I'm actually happy for Geno Smith to persevere like he has and, you know, get this opportunity. He's playing exceptionally well. Six for six, 88 yards and a touchdown so far. It's still early in the game. I mean, he's capable of of imploding, but I hope he doesn't.
4: Well, I'd be very curious to see, obviously, how this drive ends. If they go up 14-3, to they're obviously going to be the favorite on the live line and how many people will be looking to fire away on the Denver Broncos inside
5: the 10. looks spot, like a though. first down. Oh, if it's not, do you go for it?
4: Yeah, got to go for it. Seahawks up 7-3, to three, three minutes to go in the first quarter. We'll give you an update A Live Line on the other side. Peace in primetime.
6: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This is v Prime Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on v the sports betting network.
4: Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first down first touchdown scorer prop bet on every Monday Night Pro Football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available only all season. Available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then Wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any pro football game. If a bet misses, let's say you didn't have Will Disley tonight. You'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customers, customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issue. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 Gambler, promotional offer not available. Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Fourth and one, they went
5: for it. Sean King, former quarterback coach. Pete Carroll giveth and Pete Carroll taketh away. (laughs) Let me explain something to you, and I feel very strongly about this opinion. Quarterback sneak is the worst play call in the history of football if it's off of a dead ball situation or a timeout. The only time I advocate for QB sneaking in short yardage is if it's a hurry-up situation where, okay, he threw the ball to the tight end, they didn't get it, you run up to the line of scrimmage, QB sneak it. But after they've measured and they've subbed in, you know, those 300-plus-pound guys on the other D line, no. Like, this just not – no, we got running backs. Like, running, like – that means like you're running back. That means with the ball. Like that's what they're paid to do. Like, this is dumb. I once called timeout on Tommy Bowden because they tried to the QB sneak <laughs> off of a dead ball. And I was like, No. He's said, wish we say, no. I'm like, no, no. There's a guy in both A gaps, Tommy. Where am I going?
4: John, you play professional football, correct? Yes. I would consider that a pro tip right there. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every hour. Every day, I should say. Not 20 every hour. That'd be a lot. They also are available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Did Don't you? run quarterback sneaks off a dead ball.
5: Yeah, pro tip. Absolutely. It's terrible.
4: I was also going to give a pro tip because our friend... Uh, Motoy Pearson over at Winbet Matoy. Just, just opened up North Dakota State against Arizona, Sean. Uh, they play this weekend, and it's a pick 'em. Uh, my pro tip would be, ADs stop scheduling North Dakota State.
5: Yeah, what did Mississippi State Arizona end up finishing? A lot to a little, because it was close for a while, right? And then what? Mississippi State pulled away.
4: Our, our producer Britton, that was his outright upset pick: uh, thirty-eight to thirty-nine to seventeen, Mississippi State. Yeah.
5: So when do we do that on Thursday? Why? We do that on Thursdays.
4: Uh, our, our confidence picks, Friday. Fridays. Want to take a look at them?
5: It had to be Thursday because we took we use UCF.
4: No, it was a Friday night game.
5: Oh, it was a Friday night game. Okay, so we won't be able to bet the uh, Thursday night NFL game if we like that in our confidence picks. We might need to move that to Thursday. Oh my god,
4: you are making rules. Well,
5: you left. won with a teaser, so I really don't want to hear you say anything about rules, regulations, and guidelines. We got a lot of when things. it comes to this. I'm just saying
4: lo- we got a lot of things that. By the way, for some odd reason, the confidence pool, which we do, which is you give you put four points down. For some reason if you miss it, you only get minus one. Okay. I mean
5: On what? Which one was that? No,
4: I'm saying that's that those are the rules that were created. No,
5: no, that was just for the upset special. The rest of the picks you get minus whatever you had attached to it from a point standpoint. All right,
4: Then we have to we have to redo the points.
5: Yeah, that's common sense.
4: I, that's what I thought. because yeah. I, I was
5: told otherwise. Britain must have lost all his bets. And he's trying to. Yeah, that, that that's what I think is happening. You know, I'm just telling you guys. I, can you send me some nice messages to my DMs on Twitter at Real Sean King? I'm getting threatened. You know exposing text messages. Tim's trying to make up rules as we go along.
4: How am I making up rules? I make up rules about
5: what? Teasers.
4: It's minus 120, Sean. That's a fair bet. We're
5: we're not utilizing the actual odds.
4: You never said that. Fine, I won't use teasers. Thank you.
5: Thank you. That's all we're asking for.
4: You did not. But this is what Sean does, is just I make a bet, and, oh, no, you can't use that.
5: That's what you do. And this is what you do. The rules are crystal clear, and you try trying to subvert.
4: How are they crystal
5: clear? Yeah, you try and navigate around them. Like you're always trying to get an angle.
4: Sean came on this show today puffing out his
5: chest.
0: I gave out Kansas. I gave out Pittsburgh.
5: What was my upset pick on the confidence pick? It was what? It was congratulations. So I get to bloviate a little bit. When you you give out a two-touchdown underdog and tell people, listen, bet Kansas plus 415, you get to peacock a little bit.
4: You also gave out UCF. You gave out the Cowboys. You gave out
7: Boston College. You gave out Alabama. I mean, Gus Malzahn. I mean, Gus Malzahn
5: should get fired. You said that you would have put more confidence points on Alabama. I didn't know Gus Malzahn was going to flake. I didn't know that. What happened with Alabama? Hey man, listen. What happened with the Cowboys? I'll be honest with you. Boston College. I'll be completely honest with you. The most surprising result of the entire weekend for me is the Texas defense. Like I felt like I felt like offensively they had talent, that they'd be able to make some plays, but that defense, man, I mean, hats off to Gary Patterson and the impact he's having on Steve Sarkeesian's staff. You know, for some reason, TCU thought that they could find a better option at quarterback than the icon. Gary Patterson, like, shame on you, TCU, AD, president, everybody who was involved in firing Gary Patterson. That's going to look terrible as you get farther and farther away from that decision. Having said that, I think TCU's he's transformed good this, this Texas defense. I mean, they were flying to the ball. They were defensively gapped sound. Like, they were making plays. Like, that was the most impressive thing. If you have told me that Texas is going to play like that on defense, then I would have been on Texas' side.
4: Well, that's why it's called gambling, Sean.
5: Yeah. And that was against Bryce Young. <laughs> so it wasn't like they had, like, a team that was offensively challenged, you like said they're gonna lose Notre Dame or something. Week. You who? said they're
4: going to lose outright this week, Texas.
5: Um, I think it's a tough spot. <laughs> I do, too. You know, Hudson Card, there limping around on one leg, no Queen Ewers. You know, it's hard to emotionally get back up for UTSA, who actually is really good. I agree. And has a really good quarterback in Frank Harris, so – I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this thing gets to the fourth quarter, and I think what you've seen in college football is if it's close and it comes down to the kickers, all bets are off. Anything can happen.
4: Any more rules you want to make? Well, it just depends. To try to help yourself depends out. Depends if I win
5: or lose this week. I and mean, Then I might
4: have to make some adjustments. I completely forgot that you took Florida. What a sucker
5: bet. Two cigars for me in Kentucky. That's your squad. So, really. That's your squad. Really, I should get in. <laughs> that bet should come back because they benched 75. If you pull up the film, I did a whole two-minute uh... dissertation on 75 being the worst offensive lineman I saw in all of my evaluation, and Kentucky benched him. He was my keys to victory. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you came in here talking about Anthony Richardson winning the Heisman. He threw
5: two picks, ran for four yards. Hey man, he played bad. He played bad. It happens to the best of us. What's the score right now in our cigar bets? Hey, I mean, who cares what the I, mid, I,
4: who cares what it is mid
5: first quarter? I just
4: I I asked a question. Can you give me the answer? I don't know. I mean, you know what it is. You told me during the break. I, I'm I,
5: it's a little blurry right now. I'm it's not, 11 I'm not to, sure. Eleven to four? I don't think so. Maybe in the, in that range you or want something.
4: Me you want I can count it for you if you want.
5: Don't touch my things. All
4: right. I'm just saying. Yeah. 11-4. Oh,
5: were you winning last year? I was. And then who got all the cigars? You did. Thank you. So, I mean, come on. I'm just setting you up. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. I pat you on the back, you know, to make you feel good. Did you did we give, your me, chest out you give a little me a bit. check
4: mark for uh, the White Sox against the Reds yet?
5: Oop. Yeah, I gave you that one, too, oh, by okay. the way. I went ahead and checked that.
4: Um, by the way, 13-23 to go in the second quarter. Still 7-3. to Seahawks flying around a bit on defense here. See what this penalty is if it's against. I'm uh, telling you, Seattle
5: see, money line looks like the side. I feel almost guaranteeish if they had kicked that field goal and went up ten to three. Like
4: USF over four and a half wins, guaranteeish. Hey,
5: listen, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm see that's the great thing with me. When I'm wrong, I mean I'm flame out wrong. Like
4: <laughs>
5: the fact that somebody that has a power ranking had USF 49 <laughs> points better than Indian Indian Independence Community College is is. So, if you guys didn't jump on Howard plus the points, then shame on you.
4: Only got Florida this weekend, so we'll see.
5: If you find USF favorite by 40-plus points under this regime, <laughs> don't worry about who they playing. Just take the other team.
4: By the way, uh, Broncos punting it away again. Uh, so, this will uh, give the ball back to Seattle. At I- what point does Seattle become the uh, – ooh, ooh, almost blocked that punt. At what point, Sean, does Seattle become the in-game favorite? Uh, it won't be on this drive. It'll be getting close, though.
5: I don't think they're. The going, good thing is yeah. the
4: guys who will keep you updated on all things in game or coming up next. That'll be Femi and Wes. Oh man, they almost got that block right through the fingertips. Uh, we got a busy show as we always do on Tuesdays. So uh, join us tomorrow as uh, we'll be doing some. Let down and look ahead spots.
5: Right now, they have Broncos minus two and a half, minus 125. All right,
4: there you go. Our final in game look seven to three. Seattle with the ball. Wes and Femi will have all your in game live betting opportunities for you. Thanks to Brian Erlacher, Mike Pritchard, Stormy Bonatoni, and Josh Applebaum for Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. This has been Visin Prime Time.